What is up, everyone? Welcome to Mongols, brought to you by the Beautiful Game Network. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. The Hounds left three points in Vegas, but quickly turned their attention to Cincy and Open Cup play, and we are going to break it all down. Let's go! Not exactly what... what we told you to do, but close. <laughs> it was close. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope at some point there will be a week where there isn't some sort of technical difficulty with that. Because, like, I hit it, and then I didn't hit it, and then it was silent, and then I'm, like, <laughs> angry, anger hitting it, trying to get the stupid video to play. <sighs> I didn't know that. I thought you were just, like, an overexcited first day theater student who was just like i'm gonna do it all Come draw this out. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about how <laughs> my camera's mirrored because i'd like to know i was working on my jazz hands know which is right and left yeah exactly Oy. that that pretty much sums up this weekend like that's that's uh yeah that's how things fared the whales came how, off yeah hopefully um Guys, how was how was your weekend, Kev? What was going on in Knoxville? Well, first and first and foremost, huge shout out to Melody from Victory Brewing Company. I'm gonna guess the second part of that. Um, I mean, both of you got your your Victory uh, beer and T-shirt and everything, and um, I was fully happy and accepting of just like, hey, I'm in Knoxville. That's how the cards fall. Like tough, whatever. And I got a package, uh, I think, either this weekend or at the end of last week. Um, and sure enough, I got a package uh, that, of, of beer in the mail. Never had that before. <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, and I just can't believe it. So, yeah, I mean, huge, huge thank you to, to her and Victory Beer, which is now my favorite beer because, you know, <laughs> that's how this works. <laughs> Give me free stuff. And that's Doesn't how... Much. <laughs> Yeah. It's probably a good thing UPS didn't know that it was beer because it might not have made it to your house. So I'm sure it was disguised in some way. Yeah. I don't know how that works. I think that's legit. I think yeah, that's fine. I get wine sent to me all the time. So it's, it's fine. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Josh, how was your weekend? Good, good. I mean, you know, watch the hounds. So that happened. Uh, oh. Had a little friend's uh, Easter celebration. A couple people. So that was fun. And that's pretty much it. Not much happening. I, f I feel like we have far more candy in our house this year for Easter than we typically do. And I feel this obligation to like eat it. So I feel really crappy <laughs> right now. The same way. Like, like there's this thing where like my, my, my middle son, he was like, he was trying to challenge himself to finish like certain assignments in a certain period of time. And he was like, if I don't do it, that I'm not going to eat like this specific piece of candy. And I was like, well, then what are you going to do with it? Like, you're not just going to like throw it away. Like, what are you going to do? And so, yeah. Um, yeah. We went to uh, get uh, a dessert delivered to us on Easter and it was going to be insomnia cookies. Cause that's like, kind of like the go-to like, Oh, these are really good. Blah, blah. blah. It turns out they weren't delivering to us. Um, so we did Mariah Carey's cookies. Well, she has a shop now that sells cookies. I don't know. It was on Grubhub. <laughs> like, sure, why not? <laughs> so this They're is in good. Pittsburgh. There's a Mariah Carey cookie. Yeah, delivered to us in Bellevue. So yeah, that was good. Interesting. Okay, man. Like the celebrities with all of their like, you got Wahlbergs for your burgers, and you got Mariah Carey for your cookies. And <laughs> um, Liz, appreciate the uh, the word of advice. I will probably just have to stick stuff in the freezer. Liz said, "Freeze the chocolate, make it last." Uh, that's a very good call. Although we. <laughs> We know people that sell Girl Scout cookies, and somehow we ended up with a case of Girl Scout cookies that are also frozen. So, yeah, I mean, we'll just have Easter candy and Girl Scout cookies until Halloween. So we'll be good to go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Let's get into it, Mike. Let's get I don't into want, it. See, I don't want to. Don't, like, I really don't, I don't want to talk about this game. I, and, okay, so Hounds go to Vegas. Hounds lose one nothing in Vegas. I... 
Good recap. There, okay. Listen, listen. Uh, there were 30, <laughs> 36 stoppages from the ref in this game. So they, he called 36 fouls. Uh, four of them were cards. That's basically a stoppage every two and a half minutes in the game. The ball sailed out of bounds. I don't know how many times because of the wind. So like all in all, this game was just terrible to watch. I, I, there was just nothing. In more ways than one. Yeah. And, what's and, also, and, the, the technical aspect of this game, as far as like the broadcast was terrible. Yeah, the yeah. camera is so far down on the field that you can't really see what's going on that well. It looks like you're just watching from like the sideline and, you know, there's not really any depth that we can't look above and see what's going on. Uh, the, the white balance on all the cameras was different. So every time they change the camera angle, you're just like, oh, wow, okay, that's completely different colors now this is weird uh yeah and like we talked about vegas's field itself and how like they have people like right next to the touchline so it's really weird like it's just all around weird game but i'm more sour than i would be normally just because of the fact that i was upset by the results of this game oh yeah and that's true but uh, kevin you mentioned you can't see this touchline on like the the side closest to the camera like you just couldn't see it Sometimes it would just blow the whistle. You're like, oh, it's out. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, for, you know, uh, for a league that that is constantly saying, like, you know, we're not minor league, we're a pro team. Like, this is a just a black mark on on all of that. Like, the field was awful. The, the wind made the game almost unplayable. The ref was terrible. The camera well, the was The wind, awful. you know, you can't do anything about the wind. But, no. you know. I, I understand that, but it was just... The whole thing, like, I, if you're asking me to to assess the quality of our play, like, I I feel like this is one that you literally just, like, ball up and throw in the garbage and move on. Like, I don't know if there are really many takeaways, at least for me, in terms of what the Hounds should change or do better going into the next one. I, Bury I their chances. Well, I think that would be a, oh, well, a I good mean, one. <laughs> Dane, Dane Kelly tried to, and he got, like, body check to the ground in what should have been PK, but Kev really? Okay, hold on. No, we got to Yeah, talk about I'm with thing. Josh too. Yeah. <laughs> so why not? Why don't why don't you think why don't you think that, that that was a PK? I'll I'll go first. I mean I think it was <laughs> I think I I don't think Kelly was getting to the ball anyway. And then the Vegas defender just kind of like smartly puts himself in between Kelly and the ball and you're both moving fast and you're both lunging for the ball. And that just kind of happens. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't think Kelly was going to get there before the keeper. And like the guy comes and like tackles him. No, I don't think it was that. I think, I think Kelly's chance was already gone. He was trying to go in for a rebound. He was never going to get it. And the defender just kind of put himself in between Kelly and the ball and they both fell down. Uh, no. Um, so, <laughs> I actually so, wasn't talking about that point. I was talking about the the chance that he didn't bury when it was like right in front of him, and he kicked the ball it. and it skied over the net yeah. somehow, even though he was like a foot in front of it. Like I just, yeah, the physics of that just was mind boggling. If you just yeah. tapped it in, it was in. It was just like, oh, not to was... digress on that point, but yeah. I the, kind of brought in Mike. You mentioned it in the kind of you know brief overview of the game. I do wonder how much of that was the field, which I didn't really get and understand because like I remember the commentators talking about like at one point they were like, oh yeah, the field looks great and blah. blah, blah. I was like, am I missing something? Like I, <laughs> it felt like the, it looked like they were playing on like you know, like a metal surface, like the ball was just skipping everywhere and it wasn't staying, you know, and it looked really dry and patchy and just like you're playing on concrete. And it was just not that like, not that that's an excuse for anything. Like, I mean, it's somewhat of an excuse, but, but I mean, like both teams are playing on it. You have to adapt. You have to be a good, you know, and you have to play through it. Um, But I do wonder how much of that was just like, weird bobbles and then you know kelly skies the ball or something like that not to digress on your digression but the back to the play where, where kelly got taken down um yeah i agree with you i don't i don't know if he was necessarily getting to the ball but the defender didn't make a play on the ball at all his entire intention was to make sure kelly didn't get to the ball and he did it by throwing himself on top of him and like if you say that that's allowed then basically anytime the player may not get to the ball you're saying it's okay to just tackle them like is that the case because that's First essentially of all, what I th- happened i think i think language matters here and i think tackle okay. is the wrong word <laughs> would you prefer fell on laid on top of smothered uh, leaned into one? 
But when he fell over, it wasn't a lean. Well, sure, a you're lean both is moving. Like, a, and... like, okay, and now I'm back. I up. think it was one of those where, like, sometimes you know, a defender and a striker go shoulder to shoulder, and I think it's kind of like a, it's kind of like that where they kind of went shoulder to shoulder and. Agree to disagree. Um, even right. even the announcers who did get muted in this game um, were 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 saying like, "Ooh, I think that's a pen. Like, I think that's a legit pen." So like, the ref was awful, and and the number of times that like, I'm just I, listen. The number of times that like you know the ball would get called for a stoppage, and then you know some you know the ref would then stop the play again and tell him to move it back five feet and then he stops it and tells him to actually move it forward five feet like the ref was just too involved in this game and it was just this whole litany of the field the ref the the just i i agree i i i agree on a a certain level of that sentiment but i i want to reframe the conversation to see if you're going to like I to see what extent you really feel that way. So like for example, like do you think the ref was bad enough where it took the game out of our hands? Like how, maybe like can you transition a bit to talk about how we played? So in I think spite of the ref. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean that was going to be my follow up question was like what positives do we have from this game? This is not a positive, but like or negatives or, or yeah, whatever. I mean to to put it in perspective, we had nineteen crosses in this game, which is kind of right around our average if you go back and look at it and we were only crossing with a 15 percent accuracy so like as i mentioned it was windy the ball was going out it was going out for both teams but that makes it really difficult to connect on anything against tulsa and detroit our crossing accuracy was twice that and against loudon our accuracy was 57 percent. so when you go into a game and you're thinking you know we're going to cross the ball a lot and make something happen and you only connect 15 percent of the time like that's obviously going to impact how you go about things. I think what's frustrating is, you know, we're two thirds of the way through the game and the guys are still trying to send crosses in and surprised that it's sailing over everybody's heads. And it's like, you know, what's going to happen. Keep the ball on the ground and, and play through. We have the skill to do that. And that's what happened on the one chance where Dane Kelly got cleaned out was Dixon kept it on the ground, took it deep and, and crossed it back into the middle on the ground. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Lily making subs in the 35th minute, like that was that obviously was a, something else like yeah. taken out. Yeah. You see that happen. You, you just think to yourself like, oh, okay. Well, obviously he's not happy with the way this team is performing. And like, that's the thing. Both teams had to contend with the, the field being the way it was, the ref being the way he was, the, the wind being the way it was. Like, like that's something that both teams have to deal with. Now I will say that, if you have to deal with stuff outside of your control when it comes to like an unusual game that benefits the lesser team because it levels the playing field. Right. So I do feel like that kind of did level the playing field a bit and kind of took the hounds a little bit more out of, you know, a dominant position. Um, but they were able to capitalize and we weren't. And I don't feel like we were hard pressed by the rep. Like, I don't feel like we were un unevenly, judged like i feel like that ref was doing the same to both teams so it, it wasn't really like a, a home field advantage type thing i don't feel like at least the only thing i will say is they they're probably used to that field the way it's really firm yeah. in the, the way the ball bounces on that field so they did have that advantage going in but i don't feel like the things that were out of our control were really unjustly against us yeah i mean i referred to in a tweet i referred to vegas's goal as a fluke I meant it from the standpoint of it stemmed from a defensive distribution error. And it was, you know, Treo didn't even have to, he just passed it into the net. And I think that, and I mentioned this again on Twitter a couple of times, I would love to see this game being replayed at Highmark and just see what the difference is. Um, Because I don't think that, that Vegas did enough to warrant three points um and i think on another day this game could have been three nothing four nothing hounds and it's just to see that happen with everything else that they had to contend with was just frustrating that's all so i i i I mean as you were talking there i kind of there were like three or four points in your in your sentence there that i was like oh i'd like to talk about that oh i'd like to talk about that so like (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna be able to catch on all of them i mean i'll say 
I'll I'll try to hit hit them all quickly. I mean, yeah, I I think seeing enough in this game where I think we play at a high mark. Like I'm convinced that over an entire sample size of an entire season, we're the better team than Vegas. Like I I've from from this game, that's kind of what I was convinced of. I think we we in a tough situation, um, starting poorly, I think in the end we still kind of, we still create more chances. Mm-hmm. Um, at least how I you know how I viewed the game. Um, I think we created more chances and we create yeah we were generally the more dangerous team. Um, so I think I mean so that that's so that's number one. I mean even though we end up losing the game and we don't score, I think by the end of it over the course of 90 minutes, we showed enough where I, it's, we didn't like fall off a cliff in this game necessarily. We might've fell off the cliff in the first you know, 30 minutes from, from Lily's double substitution, which is a huge statement. I mean, for Lily to make a double substitution in, at 30, that's, that's bad. <laughs> like, so, um, and then I'll, I, and then I guess the other point I was thinking of, I don't know. I, I would, disagree slightly on the Trejo thing. I I thought, I don't know. I was impressed by Trejo. I thought his goal, it was one of those where he made it look easy, but he made it look easy. Like, I don't think it was easy. I think he had pressure on his back. He, when you're one-on-one with the keeper that in, like in that scenario and, and you know, you have pressure on your back and you're running pretty fast. It's, it could be easy to just slide it wide or, or hit it right into the keeper. Um, I thought it was a composed finish and I thought the entire game he was winning crappy fouls for them. He was, you know, holding up play. I was, I, I didn't, you know, I heard about Trejo at the beginning, you know, when we were at the buildup, I didn't know what to think of him. I was, I was impressed. I thought I was like, yep, I'd like to have him. Like he, he looked good. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, and then, yeah, sorry. And the, the last, last point. Um, the lead up to Trejo's goal, you said it was kind of like an, an error of like defensive mm-hmm. distribution. A little bit of that, and I would say uh, give Vegas a little bit of credit for pressuring us. I mean, I think Ibarra gets subbed on 30, and I think it was Ibarra who gets his pocket picked for the, for, you know, for, for the counter that Vegas ended up scoring on. I think Ibarra, you know, accepted a pass. Dwelled on it too long. A Vegas player uh, got it off of him, distributed to Trejo, and Trejo finished. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was one of those where it was like Vegas had one or two really good chances, but they finished them, and then they were pretty solid or solid enough. You know, we still created chances, but you know, they weren't one-on-one Kelly on the keeper kind of you know chances. But um, so. Yeah, I mean, one of those games where I felt like 50-50 in the end, where a draw probably felt right based off of how the game went. Um, I think we're, we're still probably the better team. I and, and I agree, Mike, that like if I was Lily, I would almost like kind of ball, I would just ball this game up, throw it away. Guys, don't don't even think about it. You just think, you know, you're still the team that has been undefeated up until this point in the season that has scored so many goals. Just put that one out of your mind. Like I, I think there's some games where you can do that. A lot of the times you want to learn from every you, know, you want to learn from every game, and but sometimes it's just bad for morale <laughs> just to be like, no, that's not you. Let's let's move on and and think about Cincy. Yeah, I mean, I think if 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 it was a case where you go somewhere and you play a, a Tampa or a Louisville and you just get outplayed, I think that's a lot easier to swallow and that it just didn't feel like that in this case. And it just felt like, you know, the longer the game went on, the more the ref got involved, the more the weather was a thing, you know, Fez, uh, you know, mentioned in the chat, the more the game, you could see the frustration of the players, the longer the game went. It was just like, what the heck? So I think that's what makes this difficult that it's just, yeah. Yeah. It was, it just felt like one of those games where it's not happening for you on the day. And it's frustrating, and like that's it, kind of thing. Like I, it's one of those games where, like that's that's why going undefeated in a season is so hard because like you can still kind of play better than them and end up losing, and it's just that you know that's the hard part. Yeah. Any other thoughts on this one? I forgot that they uh, sit on gaming chairs on the sideline. <laughs> 
With I mean, the, it looks so bizarre. Like no, no, it, no, it was like the they're team. just in the middle of a field like, oh, on yeah, the gaming yeah. chairs. Yeah. 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 They have like the the cool gamer chairs and they sell the wheels on the bottom of them, like, you know, for a desk chair. It's like, oh uh, yeah. I they've done that for a while now, I remember, but yeah, totally forgot until I saw I was like, oh crap. That's I remember so the wheels. I remember watching, I was like, Lily was about to sit down. I was like, he's gonna roll away. Like as soon as he sits down, <laughs> he's gonna <laughs> And he didn't stay there. That would have been funny if you just see Lily's chair like inch closer and closer to the field, like with the wheels, (laughs) until he's like sitting on the sideline. Yeah, it was here. This is where I left it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Such a crap game. Yeah, just yeah. It'll it'll be interesting to to hear what the hounds you guys have to say. I know what Dan was out there. Um, to see it in person, so I'm, I'm I'm anxious to hear this week's episode and uh, and get there. I mean, he's still in Vegas right now, so we'll see if an episode happens. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, he, if he decides to come back, come yeah. back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we so, talk about the mattresses on the side of the field real quick? I'm just, I mean, what? Go ahead. I just like what? Like, is it like a marketing ploy? Is yeah. it like a? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they literally sell them like as if they're like sweets, like boxy, like you you get the mattress and then like you can fit I think six people in the like the suite uh the, the, the mattress and then like it's a hell of a mattress yeah, right? i was gonna then say later... like i'm looking at my bed right now i'm like i don't think it was six people yeah, in there yeah laying down you're just watching it anyway so... <laughs> i don't know if you noticed one of them had one of the because you know how they had the dogs in the uh, halftime yeah. so there was literally like a dog just chilling out with his owner on one of the mattresses on mattress? like that dog's going to run after that ball. It's going to be great. It never happened, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> I think they also usually do little pools, like little kitty pools uh, mm-hmm. uh, for some games. And they do the same idea right next to the field. Yeah, it's it's stupid. They had cars one year. Like, they had a sponsorship with a car company. And so they just parked cars next to the field and had people watch <laughs> the game in cars. It's Vegas. Like, what do you want? <laughs> I just... I, 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 I don't... Go ahead, Kev. I was going to say, like, I don't... I don't know if if they made it look a little more like professional, I wouldn't hate it. Like, I think it, I yeah. think it's fine. I think it's fun, whatever. But it literally looked like you just threw a mattress on the <laughs> side of the field. I was going to say, I expected more. Like, I expected yeah. it to yeah. be more entertaining, more flair. Uh, you know, I think I made like, the put, like put it on an elevated window. platform with like a potted plant. And like a little side table, then it'd be great. I'd be like, "Yep, this is spend like two hundred more dollars at IKEA and like yeah. just make it look yeah. presentable." And- that's great. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, and it's also weird because like I remember when the Hounds put in the seats next to uh, the tracks um, along the side with the yeah. bill or with the scoreboard, um, they got in trouble because it was too close to the field and there wasn't a protective barrier. So the league made them put in a like move them back a little bit and put it in like the the advertisement boards to protect the people sitting there. Yeah, obviously they didn't make Vegas <laughs> do that. Why not? Like is Vegas yeah. paying a fine every single game so they can have their stupid mattresses? Like I don't know if it's like oh it's not permanent seating so it's fine. Like I don't know what loophole they're using, but it's BS. <laughs> Like they're it, like move it back genius. and they're like okay they send an intern out to like drag it back yeah. five feet and then at game time they just push it back forward again i wonder if they're just like it's not a seat it's a bed what that's what about? that's what i'm wondering <laughs> it's literally like it's not permanent seating so we don't have to put all the the you know yeah the protection barrier around it and all that kind of stuff like i don't know there's some loophole and it's shady <sighs> freaking i'm just I think it's kind yeah. of funny <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we won't be back there um yeah, and, and to Steve's point, you know, we couldn't really tell how close they were to the sidelines because we couldn't see the exactly. sidelines. So, like, ah, that's the other yeah. bit. So, yeah, <laughs> that's why we couldn't see sidelines was so they could put the uh, mattresses right next to the field. Uh, I, and, and I do want to say that, like, and kind of reemphasize that, and I do feel a little bad. I feel like we're just, we're mainly talking about everything but this game, about this game. But I feel like we should probably talk a little bit more about the game, but... I'm not going to start it. Um, like, uh, the um, It did. I mean, like back, Mike, I think you were the one who said about the like, production value and everything. It it felt like I was watching like a high school championship game. And if you, if you legitimately want to 
I mean, it sounds so bad to even suggest of like challenge the MSL or MLS. Like, are you kidding me? After that, like, the the put some. I I don't know what the Vegas is going to get an MLS team. Like, this isn't like there isn't money in Vegas to like make this look good. It's yeah. Well, I mean, but even that though, I like I don't know if it's something like the USL has to fund all production costs of taping the game or something i don't know but either way like that's that's just not good enough <laughs> like it's it's really bad yeah it's it, it just it, it was a sad state and like it's it's also weird because like you said mike they are getting an mls team so it's it's one of the things where but it's not this group of owners it's right. not like it's the same people so that's why if anything i think what they're basically a two team now of uh la if i remember right so yeah it's they'll be gone here soon <laughs> and uh making it's, way it's for not the... even funny anymore like it used to be like they were ridiculous like they would do like cash on the exactly field, and like yeah. it was just like over the top silly now yeah. it just kind of looks sad like it's... they had they had the dogs on the field at halftime and all i could think about was like some dog is taking a crap somewhere that revere is going <laughs> to step in and like break his ankle like it just it wasn't even like if it was a llama, I'd be like, at least it's a llama. But it was it was dogs. So do llamas not go to the bathroom? I don't get the I just feel like there'd be more like people focusing on a llama going to the bathroom. You know, some owner out there saw their dog <laughs> taking a dump and was just like, mm, just like look the other way. And then they just ran <laughs> off the field because they didn't want to be seen on camera cleaning up dog poop. So uh, like... now we're just making up scenarios. I, I, don't... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. For any new listeners that are joining us this season, you know, this is how we do. Every time we lose, we just we'll just talk about everything but, you know, the performance. That's not and, true. Know. No, like I said, look, if if this was a legit game where like all things being equal, I feel like we were outplayed. Like we we have not hesitated to call out players for not performing. Like the fact that I, I get the sense that like Dambrock yeah. was yanked off the field because he kept passing the ball backwards. Like Lily specifically kept telling him go forward. And after like the second or third time you saw Dos Santos jump up and start warming up. Cause Lily just had no patience for that. And I think Ibarra getting his pocket picked was just like, he didn't have a, an outstanding game up to that point. But of course, if you have Dixon sitting on the bench, why wouldn't you try to get him in? I think Lily might've been trying to rest some of these guys for, this game that we're going to be talking about next against Cincy and, and, you know, some healthy rotation is good, but yeah. And in I'm, a game that was so dire, I, I thought Dixon was incredible. Like I, once again, yeah. I think he, he, his talent is yeah <laughs> his technique and just the ability in a, in a really bad situation in a bad scenario to just cope with all of the like shortcomings of the field and the wind and whatever. Um, yeah, it was impressive. I was gonna say, is he he's expecting soon, right? I think when we talked to him, he said that that he was set to become a dad sometime here in May. So like That's we funny. might lose him for a game or two. Um But uh yeah, hopefully hopefully all is well with that, Alex. Um and obviously, yeah, spend time with your <laughs> new child. Don't listen to us whine about you not being here. <laughs> um yeah so any anything else on this one i feel like we we always do this i'm like i don't want to talk about it and 30 minutes later i'm like all right let's uh (laughs) turn the page um i'm I'm good i got nothing else to say about this you good okay all right so the the you know hopefully the the hounds can like we said just sort of ball up this game throw it away shift our focus depending on when you listen to this it's either today or it is tomorrow the hounds are going to take on cincy in cincy 7 p.m in the open cup it's going to be on espn plus Cincy recently drew with atlanta this weekend nil nil they currently sit 12th out of 14 teams in the east so we talked about this a little bit last week it was going to come down to either cincy or columbus you know neither is a great draw especially away but in that case you kind of want cincy you know, um, what since he was some of the since fans were trying to talk trash by pointing out football team rankings were like, you know, your team's in MLS and like we're in USL and, and your shot at the city is the Bengals versus the Steelers. And it's like, <laughs> 
come on. Like nothing has changed. They've been gone for what, two or three years in MLS? And like nothing has changed. I think this is the fourth year in MLS. And it's the oh fourth time gosh. running. They're going to probably get the wooden spoon. So, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, it's just, ugh. Um, we did, I, I had some conversation with our buddies over at Cincy Soccer Talk. Uh, we could not get a like crossover together. Um, but there was a lot of talk of it and trying to line stuff up. At one point I proposed sending like videos to each other just with like summaries and then never heard back. So poo poo on them. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, guys, you know, the, the, the one thing to sort of look at is that since he still have a goal differential of negative six, we have a goal differential of positive six, two different leagues, very hard to compare. Um, their next game is this weekend against LAFC who is first in the West. So considering their slow start, you could either see them maybe not focusing on this game and trying to do better in league play, or you could see them look at LAFC on the weekend and just be like, screw it. Let's at least beat the hounds and like keep running an open club play and try to get some points there. I don't know. Um, Josh, what I think, did I see the Bulldogs has something else going on? So the watch party is going to be at Mike's. Yeah, so Bulldog Pub has uh, their trivia night every Tuesday, I think, or every, I don't know, once a month or something. But they have trivia going on. So it's like, uh, we could still watch the game there, but there would be weird like stuff going on. So uh, the Hounds were going to still have their official watch party at Mike's. I mean, at, yeah, at Mike's. Yeah, Mike's. Uh, yeah. So we decided to go there instead um, and check out that because we have yet to do it as a Steel Army. So if you're in Steel Army, want to watch the game, go, go to Mike's. Mike's. Um, what, what do we, what do we hope to see in this one? I'm not even saying like a score line. I'm thinking like men, well, we can do a score line here at the end, but in terms of mentality, in terms of approach, considering that we just lost on the weekend, we do have Atlanta two coming to high mark on Saturday. So we could say, let's focus on Atlanta two and just, you know, whatever here, we alluded to, I think, our feelings a little bit last week before this loss in Vegas. Has anything changed, Josh? What are you What are you hoping for on this one? No, I'm just hoping for a good performance. I don't want us to take it too lightly. I know that people really think uh, Bob doesn't care about the Open Cup. He kind of just like shuns it off. I I still think we could see a good performance here, even with you know some of our non-starters. Um, so it, it's not exactly about, you know, Bob not caring about it that I'm worried about. It's more I just want the guys to actually show up and have pride in this game. And, and you know, you're going up against an MLS side. That's pretty cool uh, for a lot of these players. It might be their you know, first time actually going up against an MLS side. And to prove yourself in that, you know, arena would be really, I don't know, empowering and also just good for their careers. <laughs> so, you know, I, I do think that they we might see a lot of fight from them. Um, and I'm hoping that fight is not, it's, I hope it's rewarded. And I think it could be like, this is, if you're going to go up against the MLS side, this is the side to go up against, uh, even though it is in their home turf, this is still like best case scenario MLS side to go up against. So, you know, take it in and perform. Kev, what are your thoughts? I mean, are you, are you thinking, you know, Josh sort of alluded to the fact that maybe Lily won't take it as seriously. Do you agree with that? Do you think we're going to see, you know, a similar lineup to what they had against the the Bobcats from Maryland? Or do you think that maybe we see guys like Dixon and Cicerone get a run out against an MLS side? No, I, I mean, I don't think he'll do the same thing. Uh, I don't think he'll do the same lineup or that level of lineup that we saw in Maryland against Cincy um, for two reasons. I mean, I think one, I actually think it's kind of bad for a player development. If you're sending out a bunch of, you know, your third and fourth string guys to go up against Cincy at Cincy, like I, it, that's just like kind of irresponsible. Like setting <laughs> like, them, setting them up to fail. Yeah. And you know, you can even tell them, look, guys, whatever happens, it's fine, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's not good. Um, so I don't think he'll do that. And I think I think we've talked about it enough where I think we have enough depth in a few positions where I don't think there's a set starting 11 where if you switch out a few players, then it's like, oh, well, this is the like 
a B plus side. Um, I think you can put out, you could, you could sit Cicerone and Forbes and still have a really, you know, a team that is arguably first, you know, so I, I, I think there's enough players there that we'll see a side that we'd put out against any other USL side, um, which will be good, which will challenge, um, and yeah, no, I I, th- I think that's it. And I think that's all you can hope for. I mean, if we're being realistic, yeah, you can't expect anything from this game. Um, you know, I watched, uh, as you were kind of leading us up in this game, I watched the highlights of Atlanta versus Cincy. And it's just hard to tell. I mean, it, you know, it's, Atlanta looked pretty, you know, Atlanta looked good. And Cincy looked like they were kind of hanging on at points and they created some chances, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just different levels, different teams, different times. You know, so, Hard, hard to tell, but uh, it's not it's it's not out of the question that we can't walk away from something in this game. And yeah, it's just like Josh said, I just want them to go out and put in a performance that that they're proud of, and and I think Lily will set them up to to you know make it interesting. So uh, something else that um, I had just kind of perused the article that uh, U.S. Soccer posted. So Lily actually did an interview with U.S. Soccer about the Open Cup, uh, and it got published today. And um, let me see if I can find the quote. And he basically said, I don't want to, to play my strongest lineup in both league games and not give us a chance against Cincy. So like basically him straight up saying like, listen, I'm not going to like completely just throw, you know, our th- third string players to the wolves. Like he wants to find a balance. And uh, so yeah. I don't, you know, I definitely still don't think it's like we're going to play our strongest team ever against Cincy, but I, I don't think it's going to be as dire as some people think. I think that for me, there's going to be two levels of uh, satisfaction in this one. I think the first one is when they announce the starting lineup. I think seeing what the starting lineup is, um, if I see that we put out, you know, a, a, a quality, you know, Kev, to your point, I think that you could look at pretty much any one of our lineups this year so far and think that like, well, that's a quality lineup. But I think there's there are those players that we all know are like the difference makers on the team, the Dixons, the the um, the Kellys, you know, maybe even trying to Kelly and Dequa up top together again, like doing something to show that we're going for it. Um, I think that's the first bit. And then I think the second bit is just to see that we're not getting like completely blown out. I don't think we will, but. Uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna for the first half of this game, I'm gonna be at scouts, and so like I'm gonna, you know, see the halftime score. And if I see the halftime score is four nothing Cincy, it's gonna be like, well, what was that for? <laughs> like that's that's crap. So I, I'm I'm hoping that that's not the case. I'm hoping that we keep it close. I'm hoping that we have a fight. I'm hoping that it's not it's not what we saw in Vegas where like it's an actual like fair chance at going at Cincy and having a and and, and getting to play. And, and so that's, that's what I'm looking for. And I think if we get that opportunity, there's a good shot that we, that we could, you know, come away with a win and see what happens in the next round. But I was going to say, I mean, disregarding the Maryland game, the, the previous open cup game, can you think of any game so far this season where in your head you were like, Oh, that's like, that's no. a significant, yeah, it was like significantly weakened team no yeah no there there are times when you sort of look at the bench and you go oh well like what was it detroit detroit we started detroit was the only one yeah 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 Yeah, forbes was on the bench i want to say dixon was on the bench i think kelly was on the bench yeah so like there were a couple of things like that where it's like oh okay like maybe we're not taking this as seriously but we also heard about injuries that were not reported so (laughs) right which is also, you know, yeah, top level Bob stuff right now where it's like he's not giving an injury report. Ever. <laughs> like we're just not going to know who's injured no. because, yeah, there's no way everyone's healthy. Constant. Right. right. So. All right, let's do it then. I, I, I won't I won't say, well, if you want to give a score, give a score. But there's no draw in this game. It's win or lose. Josh, are the Hounds winning or losing? Winning. Kev? Losing? Oh, you're the worst. <laughs> Look at you being realistic here. Come on. I know. 
I'm going to say win in what could end up being like the most entertaining match of the season so far. I could see it being like a 4-3 win, like something ridiculous. Where I think the Hounds come out swinging and Cincy is like, what the heck is happening? And then Cincy fights back and it just becomes like a back and forth match. Both teams, if you look at the stats, both teams have similar um, shots per game on goal. Both teams have similar like... uh, uh, um, In different leagues, Mike. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, but I also think we're going to see a That'd be like Cincy team <laughs> because I, I yeah. got a feeling the Cincy team is not going to be yeah. their first team. Like they're right. also going to be like, even though they, this is the thing, like little tangent. Uh, there's no punishment for Cincy losing so badly in league play. It's not like they're like, oh, we we need to rest our starters because we have to get points or you know we're in trouble right. in in league play, like if they're bad, they're bad and they get next season to try again. Like there's no like repercussions for this. Um, I, I do think maybe being the wooden spoon four years running is, it's probably not great for ticket sales and whatnot, but uh, overall, What's I don't the know. Wooden spoon last place in the league. Oh, okay. That's like a fake trophy. Like, Oh, you got the wooden spoon, the last place in the league. Is that not a thing everywhere? Like, I don't know if that's a thing everywhere. I've never paid attention. Anyway, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like, I, I don't think we're going to see the best team on the field for Cincy either. Um, and I'm That's hoping point. that they want, you know, to do better in league play, even though there's no repercussions for it. Uh, and they actually rest their starters and, and kind of, we see their third string. So it's, even though we're not in the same league and, you know, they have players that are definitely better than our players. Like we might not see those players. Yeah, I mean that, and then and then it becomes the question of like, who's better? Like, you know, an MLS B team, not even like a two team, but like an MLS B team versus a you know top class USL team. Who knows? That so. that could be the decider. I agree. I think I'm I'm playfully you know pushing. You still back think they're gonna and... lose? Just stop. It's fine. Of course, um... no, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I feel like so far, I, without considering that, that they're probably going to play a B team. You know, the narrative in my head was like, hey, guys, I played a pickup basketball game uh, this weekend and I hit like five threes and, you know, LeBron hit five threes. And so, you know, like I'm going to like, it's like, no, I'm playing pickup basketball. He's playing in the NBA. So, yeah, no, but that's a good point. It will be very interesting, though, to see, you know, everyone talks about, you know, I think Liz and Fez are talking in the chat about uh, pro rel. And this, if, if they play a B team, this could be an interesting comparison of like how far away is a USL team from an MLS B team at this point. We know the MLS two teams are kind of a joke in USL, but those are guys that can't even make the bench for like the MLS team. So who knows? Um, but yeah, no. So as I mentioned, 7 p.m. Tuesday night, whether you're listening to this today, which is Monday, or tomorrow, which is Tuesday, 7 p.m. Tuesday night, ESPN Plus, watch the game. Um, or if you're like Fez in the UK, go listen to it on the radio stream that he found somewhere, <laughs> which like, <laughs> yeah, cheers Perhaps. to you, man. Um, guys, after that, Hounds come back home. We have Atlanta 2 at Highmark on Saturday. Got to uh, crush them. Yeah, I mean, gotta gotta crush them. Look, they're Atlanta are coming here after losing back to back to Detroit four nothing and Indy two to one. They have hmm. they also like Cincy have a goal differential of negative six, but it's in our league, not in MLS. Kev, <laughs> um, a few stats on them: Jackson Conway is their leading goal scorer with four this season, so he's tied with Kelly and Dequa. They are now third best in the league because they didn't get one this week. Um, they have played one more game than we have but they still have half the total shots that we do for the season. So, and we've also conceded less than half the goals they have. So we've let in six, they've let in 13. Um, We have the same number of yellow cards, but they've had three red cards. So that obviously can skew the numbers a bit after seven games for them. Sounds like the crap. They're, they're crap, but also, you know, keep in mind that we're, we're going to be coming off of a long string of back-to-back-to-back-to-games, so it's going to yep. be very much a tired hounds uh, side. Um, granted, this game is on Tuesday, our, our 
Open Cup games on Tuesday. So yep. we have a little bit more time to rest than, you know, it's not quite a midweek. You know, right. it's not as bad as it could be, um, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but it's still going to be a lot of games in a row for the Hounds. And yeah, it's really going to test, I feel like, our depth uh, this game. So even though it's a crappy side against Atlanta 2 at home, which is all in our favor, like it's still probably going to be a test for this team. Captain Robbie Mertz will return to Pittsburgh. Um, Is he their captain? captain? Yeah. yeah. Hey, captains, mm-hmm. the, the two squad. So um, I wonder yeah. if, if like he still thinks that was a good decision. I, I don't. He, he's still I don't, on a two team, so I don't know how good a decision it was. <laughs> like, I feel like it, yeah. if it's a good decision, if you get on the first team uh, and he's yet to do that. So listen, but, he's he's the captain of the two team. I think that the hope was that he would have exposure to the first team. And I think if you're the captain of the two team, you've at least got to be on Atlanta's radar. So like I, I have not tracked him closely enough to know if he's been called up at all for like just even to make the bench or get MLS minutes. Josh is shaking your head. But, you know, I, I still wish him best of luck. I mean, yeah. he's a cool dude. We've talked to him a couple times. Oh, of course. Um, Pittsburgh kid. So, yeah. Um, I mean, Josh, you you mentioned that not that this could be a trap game, but we should not overlook this game. That said, what's your prediction in this one? I, I still think we win this game. Like, I, I feel like even against a, you know, rested bench players, essentially, of our team, uh, we we should win this game against Atlanta. Uh, I don't know about how high of a scoring game it will be or how pretty this game will be, but I feel like we can scrap it out and win a game against Atlanta too. Yeah. Kev, what do you think? Same. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you could play Toby Sims, Rivera, Dan Brock can come back in. Griffin can play every game. It feels like forever. Um, yeah, forever. <laughs> Dequa. You know, all those players I just mentioned probably won't start, you know, barring Griffin and would be more than enough to put up a good game against against Atlanta. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it should be should be good. And I'm I'm just really looking forward to seeing, you know, the Hounds play in Highmark again. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. You mentioned Rivera that I'm a, that now makes me want to see him start in Cincy and like Will Smith slap somebody on Cincy's team. I just think that would be great. <laughs> Probably a bad he's idea. Not, <laughs> he's, he's not like, you know, Oh man, I can't. I, a long time ago, I used to watch hockey, and like you know, you had the one guy, the enforcer on the hockey team, who would just fight the other enforcer. I feel like his it's name's, not Rivera. His, like his name is Danny Earls. It's fine. Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna say Vinny hey. Jones, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like I, 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 he's just you know he's just aggressive. He's not. Yeah, he's not that's, dirty. I don't. I, that's the other thing. I don't want to. I don't want to give Revere the reputation of being like a dirty player. Oh no, he's not dirty. Play. He just he he doesn't tolerate. Well, if he's crap. slapping people, Mike, I think well, he's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I like Fez's call out. You know, uh, oi oi, uh, Toby boy getting a five one hat trick. Right, yeah, five one hat trick against Atlanta for the Sims hat trick. So we'll see. We haven't seen Sims since the last Open Cup game. He hasn't even made the bench. So again, getting back to the depth of this team. Who knows what we're going to see against Cincy and now Atlanta. Um, Has he really not even made the bench since the Open Cup game? Nope. I'd be I'd be upset. I'd be like, yeah, dude, right. I scored twice and they were good yeah. goals. <laughs> what, what, what do I have to do to yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Again, though, we don't know. Maybe he's actually injured, but yeah. we yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, um, that is what we think. Let us know what you think, I guess. Um, quick update, no show next week and no full 90 either. So if Liz comes to the game, well, we might we could do a full 90 against Cincy. So if you're at Mike's and Liz, if you remember to bring the microphone, then we could do a full 90 after the Cincy game tomorrow night. Um, but if Liz accosts you at Highmark and asks your thoughts in the game, it's for her own little personal collection. It will never make it on the air. So don't do that unless she gives you a sticker, in which case, like take the sticker and just like run. That's fine. Um, but no show next week. Kevin and I will be, uh, in Orlando, um, getting into all sorts of trouble there. Um, I'm, I'm considering trying to sneak a, uh, Riverhound scarf 
onto a Star Destroyer and get a picture of it. So we shall see. Maybe make the Riverhounds canon in the Star Wars universe, if that's how that works. I don't know, but like that'd be cool. Um, so, um, yeah, <laughs> Fez is saying that I guess Liz could email the show to him and he can include it in the uh, UK Riverhounds <laughs> podcast. That might actually be awesome. So, yeah, if you two want to work that out, um, that could be cool. So, uh, so yeah. In, in our absence, obviously, like I said, there could be a full 90 this week, but make sure you go listen to Houndsy. Make sure you go listen to Fez's show, um, you know, the, the Riverhounds perspective from a from a UK fan, which is awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. Um, but otherwise, yeah, we uh, we will be back the following week to discuss uh, what happens against Louisville, um, which is the game next weekend. So we'll find time to. Yeah, Josh, exactly. Yeah. Um, so right. that'll be the reaction. Um, Josh, what are you going to do next week if, without a show? I mean, eat at a normal time. Like, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting like bigger plans. Like this is your week off to go do whatever you want. And you're like, no, I'm going to eat at seven. It's not like I have a lot of prep work for the show. Like, I kind of <laughs> just roll in for an hour. I, I'm I not like, as bad as Kevin, but I'm, you know, <laughs> I come he up, shows like, up half an hour early. I was going like, to say, I see prep. him in the agenda about a half hour early and he shows up in the show 10 minutes early. Kevin will text us a minute after the show starts saying, <laughs> be right there. Uh, so like, <laughs> yeah, but I did ask Josh, I was like, you still want to do a show, right? And he was like, um, no. <laughs> so he's like, All right. Fine. Um, yeah, it's the personality differences, too. I think that that perfect scale is like exactly like what we all are. I think you framed it perfectly. And yeah, like I, I think uh, I don't want to speak for you, Josh, but. Mike, I could totally see if you're like, I think, I think you're, I think your next, you know, 168 hours are pre- planned out to the hour. And if you, if you find like an open hour on Thursday, you're like, oh man, I get to do this and this and then I'm, I'm not like that. Listen, no joke. So like, I was like, wow, if we can talk for like 10 minutes about the Vegas game, then I can go and watch the rest of the Batman before going to bed tonight. And like, <laughs> And you that ruined that for me, Kev. Thanks. Sorry, Mike. I'll probably Sorry. still go watch it anyway. It's That's fun. probably why you, you wanted to keep wrapping it up. But like, no, let's talk. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I know who the Riddler is. Hurry up. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, come on, man. That's really good. Um, so, yeah. So we won't be around. But obviously, uh, catch the game on ESPN Plus tomorrow night against Cincy. Get down to Highmark against Atlanta. Um, cheer the guys on welcome Robbie back I'm sure it seems like even after he's back he always likes to hang around and talk to people just to be back home so might see his family there be nice to his family they're always great Um, but yeah otherwise that's what we think let us know what you think like we said tons of hounds content out there we're not the only show in town so make sure that you go check everybody out Um, otherwise I think that is it for this one, gentlemen, um, this is your weekly reminder that Black Lives Matter. We are proudly part of the Beautiful Game Network, which is home to more than 100 volunteer writers and podcasters covering local soccer. Help us all keep doing what we're doing. Head over to BGN.FM, click on the donate button and help us cover our expenses. And, uh, you know, we thank you for your support. Otherwise, thanks, everybody. We will talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later. <laughs>